Everybody, it's your host, Mr. Diamond Hands. Lunk Live starts now. Guys, before we get started, you know what to do. Like the space, repost it, tag everybody that you know, because look, we've got a heck of a show for you today. We have the CEO of Terramony. Terramony, Mr. Chris Amani is in the studio with us today. Mr. Amani, are you there, sir? I am. Good morning. Happy to be here. Good morning. Good morning. A little bit early for you on the West Coast, right? 6 a.m.? Oh, Wake up early and grind, man. We have work to do. I like it. I like it. Guys, look, everybody's been wanting to have this interview interviewed for a very, very long time. We worked about two or so months to make it happen. And today is the day that the entire world will get to hear the future of both Luna and possibly Terra Luna Classic. So we're going to deep dive right into things. I know we're on a time crunch and I know Mr. Romani has a lot of things he's got to get done. So we're not going to waste any time. If you have any questions, guys, you can DM them to me and I'll try to get some as quickly as I can. But again, on this time crunch, so we're not going to waste any time. OK, so again, DM your questions to me. And then after this space, we'll have another space and we'll do kind of a recap to talk about all the stuff that we talked about. So, Mr. Amani, right out of the gate, not going to waste any time. I saw a post yesterday from you. Right, because there's a lot of buzz going on right now in the crypto community. You made a post on X yesterday and you put at Terra Money 2024 dollar sign LUNC with a handshake emoji. Can you explain to me and the <coughs> listeners the meaning behind the tweet and if it, signif- if it, you know, if it signifies any bright future plans? between these two blockchains. Yeah, so I threw that out there because I knew I'd be coming on. Um, One of the things we've been working on um, at TFL is to bring um, Link liquidity um, in a meaningful amount to the Terra blockchain. So if if you've been following what we've been doing on the Terra side, um, uh, we've been trying to generate, we've been trying to ensure we have like DeFi, what we call DeFi sufficient liquidity for a number of different tier one assets that we want to make available to all of the protocols that build on Terra. And, and generally what that means is, you know, if a money market wants to uh, use an asset or if Nebula someday would want to use an asset, you need to have like a minimum amount of liquidity available um, in order for it to be safe to leverage within a DeFi protocol. And so um, you've seen Terra bring Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche. Obviously, we have Luna, um, AVAX. You know, Tier One, BNB. You know, kind of like the biggest names in crypto to the the chain. And you've seen plans for us to leverage the Alliance module to incentivize um, bringing USD, USDC, and USDT to the chain, um, Atom to the chain. Um, ultimately, we want to have DeFi sufficient liquidity for all of the most important um, assets in crypto. And as part of that, 
um, that little tease was was us just you know kind of announcing that we're going to bring uh, Lunk liquidity to um, Terra as well and and put it in into one of the um, AMMs and and make sure that there's ample liquidity for people to trade and for DeFi to be built on top of it. I like that. And also in a recent tweet, it was actually on January 5th, you actually said Terra Money will have the deepest stable coin liquidity in Cosmos and will be the only ecosystem that has DeFi sufficient liquidity for both Cosmos and non-Cosmos blue chip assets and free infra with foundation. There will be no better ecosystem in Cosmos for DeFi builders. Can you kind of touch on that? I know you kind of explained that before, yeah. but about the free infrastructure for like, for example, Terra Luna Classic, explain that to us. Yeah. So basically we've been working on a product called Foundation and Foundation was born out of our experiences with launching Station V2 and, and also just my experiences with taking over from Doe and uh, become, becoming more um, more versed in how to build Web3 applications. I've, I've built a lot of Web2 applications um, as a CEO and as a head of product, but um, in my time prior to Doe leaving the company, I was not involved with product development at all at Terra because that was his, his domain and I, I did like back office stuff. And so um, as we looked at what went wrong with Station V2, we looked at um, what the major bottlenecks were for us trying to build applications. Um, there are a number of different things, uh, but one of them that became very clear was just infrastructure, having reliable infrastructure um, and cost effective infrastructure that we could use. And, you know, this is getting super into the weeds, so I don't know if this is going to be interesting or not. But essentially, you know, for, for every chain in Cosmos, if you want to interact with those chains or you want to be able to read what's happening on those chains, you have to have like these databases that are set up that read the blockchain and put the information from the blockchain into a form that a web page can access uh, quickly and reliably. Um, and it just doesn't exist, right? There's not a lot of infrastructure that exists to do that. And so we had to build all of that infrastructure in order for Station V3 to be what we wanted it to be. Um, and but while we were doing it, we were like, well, we should open this up. If this is a problem for us as builders, it's going to be a problem for everyone else who's trying to build as well. We should open that up so that applications that build on top of the Terra blockchain um, have access to the same kind of reliable, stable, scalable infrastructure that Terra has access to. And so the idea, it's kind of like a strategic thing, like instead of just like paying people to build on your chain. Um, which I don't think has very good ROI, we, we want to give people the tools to build on the chain. Uh, and the tools that that teams need to start building the DeFi applications that we want to see are, first and foremost, liquidity for the assets that people want to interact with. Um, and number two, um, reliable infrastructure so that every application that's built on Terra can have the same uh, kind of slick UI uh, reliability that that we have for our own applications, enterprise, and station, and so that's the idea. So, uh, for on the liquidity side, there won't be another chain in Cosmos um, where a builder can, um, you know, use Bitcoin, Ethereum, like all of the blue chips outside of the Cosmos ecosystem, as well as the blue chips inside of of the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, and so, we're bringing all of that together. Uh, Lunk is part of that, um, and then the, the infrastructure is part of that as well. That's fantastic news, and we've seen obviously in the last week about the announcement of this of the version three of Station Wallet, 
everybody in the Luna camp has been very, very happy with it. They've been shouting from the rooftops. You guys have to see this. Kind of tell our audience today, if you will, about the latest upgrades of Station Wallet V3 and your partnership with, say, Pulsar Finance and all this stuff that you guys have been working on. What are some of the new features of the version three wallet? Yeah, so what, what version three does, it, I don't think, it, I don't know if it necessarily, actually it does do some things that are new that no wallets have done before, but what it tries to do is, is look at everything that just sucks about the wallets that exist today and fix it. Um, and so like there, there are just basic things that have been massive pet peeves of mine and working, working in and using crypto over the years. One of them is you know, we talked this big game about how we're going to re replace the entire financial system with this new decentralized, this decentralized financial system. And that's great. I love that mission, but I can't get a fucking transaction history of what transactions I posted, right? Like you're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to replace JP Morgan if you, if the applications we use can't simply and easily tell you like what you did with the last transaction, right? You need not only a transaction history, you need a statement. And we're all required to use these blockchain explorers, which are great for developers, but terrible for, you know, a consumer user who doesn't want to understand how to decode a JSON file. And so one of the things we wanted to solve was just a clean transaction history. If you're using Kepler or Leap, you literally do not have a transaction history for all of the chains that you can interact with. Um, so like if you, and then, so now take that and well, actually, let me, let me pause there. So first and foremost, like I just need to consolidate a transaction history beyond that. You need to be able to do more complex transactions, right? It's a pain in the ass to like bridge your token from one place to another and then, then swap it there and then bridge it to wherever else you need it. Um, what station does leveraging skips API is automate all of that. So if you want to do a more complex transaction, um, Let's say, we'll call it like an IBC swap, uh, although that name is terrible. A cross-chain swap. Let's call it a cross-chain swap where let's say I've got Lunk on Terra Classic and I want USDC on Atom Hub. I should just be able to choose the asset I, I want to spend and the asset I want to receive where I want to receive it, right? And I should click a button, approve a transaction, and that should just happen. Now, what happens behind the scenes? Um, a lot of different stuff is happening, right? To get you the best, best execution. That might be, that might be two transactions. It might be five transactions. Um, what Terra does that no one else is doing right now, or what station does that no one else is doing right now is it, it goes through all of those transactions and ensures that you can successfully complete them first and foremost. So, um, if, if you're doing three transactions, you don't want that to get stuck midway through the three transactions because you landed on a chain with no fees on, with no fee token on it, and you can't complete the middle of the transaction and you're just stranded halfway through. You'd rather not do the transaction at all than do it like halfway, um, which is not something that existed in, in Cosmos until we launched Station V3 is like someone who actually checks that for you. Not only that, um, what Station does is if you're halfway through that transaction and you need gas tokens that you don't have, Station can also help you get those. So it'll, it'll identify that you're going to need some help along the way, and it'll also kind of like embed a transaction to get you the gas fee you need to make it successful. Um, and then at the end, most importantly, like, like Cosmos isn't even, Cosmos is finally at the place where we can do these cross-chain multiple hop transactions, which are incredible, right? We're abstracting away the chain. Um, but the applications aren't 
aren't currently ready to support those. And what I mean by that is like, that's great. We spent all of this time on building the ability to abstract away these complex technical issues, but there's nowhere in Cosmos where you could, and you could go to one place and see what actually happened on a cross-chain transaction. So let's say you do that multi-hop transaction. Well, you just did like three transactions on three different chains. If you want to see what happened in that transaction, you would have to go to one block explorer for one chain and look at that and then go to the next block explorer and look at where it went there and then go to the third block explorer and look at like, it doesn't matter like how cool the technical shit we build is if the UX UI for seeing your trans, your multi-hop transaction is going to three different block explorers um, to try to piece it all together. So what Terra does again, coming back to the transaction history is well, we have transaction history across all of those chains. We can actually group that multi-hop transaction into one logical visual element for you and station. And you know, if you want to collapse out or expand out and see the multi the multiple different things that happened on that transaction, great. But you probably just want to see like the logical thing, which is I started here with this and I ended here with something else. Um, and so station does that. The, the last thing I would highlight is is kind of like a critical thing. Actually, two more things I'm going to highlight since you asked me. I'm going to take like the entire meeting. Um, there are no other. I mean, this sounds insane, but there are no other wallets in crypto. Definitely not in Cosmos, but I don't think there are any other wallets in crypto that can identify that you're holding the same token across multiple chains and just group those for you. So like. Um, I'm not going to pick on anyone at Cosmos specifically, but if you go to some of the other Cosmos wallets and let's say you have USDC on two chains, it's going to show up as two different lines, right? It's going to show up as USDC on chain one and USDC on chain two. That's insane. You have USDC, it's on multiple places. The wallet should be able to tell that it's the same asset. It's just in two different places. So what you'll see in station is that would just be grouped together, right? You have one USDC balance. It's in two different places you can obviously collapse out and see or expand out. Sorry, I keep using the wrong word. Expand out and see that it's in two different places, right? There are indicators that you know it's not in all in one place, but it consolidates those balances for you. So you just know like, this is how much Luna I have. This is much, how much USDC I have. Um, and then the third thing is like, I think we've all done the thing where we, you know, you try to get someone to come. I've been in Cosmos now for using Cosmos for four years, maybe longer. Um, and I still will like send USDC to a chain and then it lands there and I don't have the fee token and I'm stranded. Um, so we have fee abstraction as well. So if, if you have, so if you send like USDC to Juno and you don't have any Juno token to now do anything with it, um, station will identify that. It'll say, well, you've got Luna on the Terra chain. Um, we're gonna initiate a gas top up transaction for you so that you can complete this and it'll just bundle it all into one one kind of logical transaction you sign it you go you do everything you need to do so those are kind of the four things i would say like an accurate cross-chain transaction history that groups logical actions um you know a, a view of the world where you you can see your token balances across all chains in one place um you know fee um, uh, fee abstraction and uh, complex, safe um, interchange transactions that don't fail halfway through. That was a lot. I mean, everything that you just mentioned right there is very, very bullish to me because the way that I look at it is this, right? Ease of use. Every single day, 
new people are coming into crypto. They have no clue how this stuff works. They don't know about block explorers. They don't know about gas fees, how to check their transactions. They're, they're newberts, right? They don't get this stuff. So when you're telling me that you're creating a platform that's kind of a one-stop shop for all this stuff, I love it because we all, at the beginning of our journeys, right, when we came into this space, we didn't know anything. We didn't know how to buy crypto. We didn't know where to get good educational content. Most of the stuff were hard to figure out. It took me like two hours. I'm not afraid to say it. It took me two hours to buy my first crypto because I didn't understand how this stuff worked. Right. So I love hearing how you guys are trying to improve, you know, Station V3 by making it more accessible, you know, easier to read. And just the things that you mentioned, like with this new upgrade, will say, you know, holders of of Lunk, will we be able to see like the price of, you know, our our holdings? Because I think right now, currently with the station version that we have, you know, that's not available. Will things like this be available for, you know, V3 updating and Will we see like, you know, more medium articles explaining this in detail for the future? Yeah, I think, um, well, and I, the one thing I forgot to mention is everything that we described doesn't even like include the integration of Pulsar. If you use Pulsar, it's the best, um, I don't even know what you, what, I should know the right, you know, like one word term for what you would call it, I guess, like portfolio tool in crypto, I think. Um, and so once we integrate that, it, it becomes more like station ends up being like your wallet, your dashboard, uh, your homepage, and like the mobile app ends up being, if you've ever used like one of these, um, am I getting, are you guys getting a weird a voice for me or can you hear me okay? No, we hear you fine. Okay. You're fine. Um, you end up getting, like you end up also, like the mobile application can end up being kind of like your portfolio tracker, like a Blockfolio, or if you've used like Delta or something like that, where you have to go in and like manage all of your positions manually. Um, it'll be that as well. So yeah, it'll have, it'll have all the token prices and everything like that. There are currently, so here's the thing, and this is why, this is why you saw me put February instead of today um, with regards to the Lunk liquidity coming over. Um, there are currently like technical issues and, and the massive technical issue we have with Terra Classic is that um, these addresses are exactly the same, right? Um, and so what we need to do is try to figure, we need to tackle that in a pretty serious way to make that experience better uh, for you guys. Um, in the meantime, um, what we want to do is at least give you a place to trade um, and make sure that, you know, your token is a first-class Cosmos citizen along with all of the rest of the tokens in the space um, and that you can benefit from, from you know, all the same applications that everyone else can. Yeah, and that sounds great because a lot of people, you know, they're seeing the tweets about, you know, Alliance DAO, Warp Protocol, Enterprise DAO, and I've looked at this myself and they all sound amazing. But currently right now with Linda Classic, you know, we're, we're not on the, the most up-to-date version of SDK. Right. So is that something that, you you know, TFL could collaborate with our L1 developers to try and make that possible? Because I'm telling you what, I've gotten tons and tons of messages of people saying, Diamond, you know, I've, I'm seeing all this stuff that Mr. Amani's, you know, talking about. And it all sounds great. And we would love to, tr you know, to try that out. But we need help. You know, so is that something that TFL could collab with us? To, like you said, it is kind of difficult at the current moment. But is that something we can work towards together? To make it happen well we have we have a chat with i think the team that's developing your layer one and um, we're trying to help out as much as we can um ultimately like you know running a layer one is hard right and 
we don't have the resources to run to. Um, but we can help and we, we help a lot of different teams, right? And so we, we can definitely like lend our expertise and, um, I've said this before, you know, all of the applications we're building like enterprise and, um, uh, station obviously will support, um, Terra Classic and, and we think Terra Classic, we, we want to make sure Terra Classic gets the treatment it deserves. Um, and that you guys have all, all access to all of the same things that, that any other layer one in Cosmos would have when it comes to, um, what, what TFL is building, but that said, you know, you know, it's, it shouldn't be too controversial at this point, or maybe it is, but you know, Terra is our home chain. Um, and so we, we've just got to make sure that thing, like, there's just a lot of work. I mean, that goes into, to keeping these things updated and. Every time I think like in a team that's working on our core chain, I'm going to be able to pull them off and put them on an application. They just get pulled right back in. There was a bug the other day that we had to patch. Um, there are like issues with fees, right? The inscriptions thing happened and our chain halted. Um, and we, we have to figure out a dynamic fee module now. And then there's just a lot of stuff, I think. Um, but yeah, I think we should definitely collaborate. Um, and I think, you know, your layer one team is, is more than welcome to, you know, everything we do is open source, right? And so we can always share and, and your layer one team can, can take that. What's it, let me ask you a question. What's the state of like, um, of protocol development on the chain? So, so that's kind of the issue, right? Like there's no, there's no big secret that people are ready and they're hungry for development, right? So, but the issue that we're having is just needing the assistance, needing the expertise to help us get to that point. So obviously in the last 20 months, you know, you've got the community, you've got the validators, you've got the burns, you've got all these wonderful things, but you're still not up to, like I said, the latest up-to-date SDK. And so we're trying to get to that point to where we can do the things that I mentioned earlier about, you know, Alliance Dow and, and Enterprise. And because I've talked to, you know, JG from Backbone, right? I, I love hearing and I, I try to hop in you know, Whitewell DeFi spaces as much as I possibly can. And I'm not joking. I literally sit there and salivate when I see all these wonderful ideas, all these use cases and utilities, and they're excited and they're getting, you know, pumped up about it. And I'm literally sitting there going, I wish we had that opportunity. I wish we had all of these builders that could come back to Terra Luna Classic and bring their time, their talent and their treasure and help us grow this thing. And a lot of people feel the same way, but it's just that, that small issue, because we, you know, we can only go as so far as we can by ourselves. So that's why I asked earlier about, you know, collaborations of some degree between TFL and our L1 team to try and work together to try and get us to that mark so we can basically open up the doors, you know, for fun for all. And I think that's kind of the issue that we're running into right now. And obviously we have our burn tax, you know, the 0.5 burn tax issue going on right now, which we, we, we love because it helps us be deflationary. But we are running into a few issues with that, with people's codes, you know, because it's a little bit difficult. But, if you know, we're working on solutions to make that happen as we speak with tax to gas and more is going to come out on that. But I think what we are desperately needing at the current moment is just, like I said, having that assistance from TFL to get us to that point where we're up and current so that we can start doing that cross-chain utility that you're, you're talking about. Because I'll be honest with you, we want that. I think everybody can sit here and shake their head in agreement and go, yup, that's what Terra Linda Classic wants. We've got the people, we have the passion, we have the community, but we need the builders. We need those guys that are rocking and rolling on 2.0 that, you know, I've seen them. They're, they're loving life, they're building, they're creating. We want to bring that 
back to the Carolyn Classic blockchain and cross-pollinate, if you will. I mean, just give people the ability that wish to have it to utilize, you know, their talent over here. I think that's the biggest thing that we're looking for at the current moment. Yeah, like one of the things that I think would, that would be most – because look, here's, a, here's, like, here's my thesis. In the end, uh, in the end, a lot of the blockchain is going to be abstracted away, and the application will be king. And um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to get. Um, it's hard to get developers to come build on your chain. You know, we, we're not doing a great job of it either. It's like a big push for us in 2024. We have a few. Um, um, but if you look at like where the vast majority of, of like our liquidity is concentrated, it's right back in the, the in Astroport, right? Um, it's not like, you know, the biggest, and they're not launching their, they didn't launch their hub on Terra and Mars isn't going to launch its hub on Terra. And so you and I, you know, both of our chains have some of the same, um, I would say just historical baggage that, that, that it serves as, um, an impediment to, to getting the ecosystem going as, as much as I would like. I mean, you, you guys look at Terra and you see a lot of activity. I look at Solana. I'm like, how do I get back to that level? Um, but, um, you know, one of the things just to, to elaborate on that is everything that we're building is, is crushing by default. So um, there's no reason you, your community can't use it. I need to talk to, I cannot remember, maybe Steven knows the answer to this, but for example, um, the version of Enterprise that we just launched uh, enabled, uh, maybe I should get in the back because that, that's probably like the more interesting thing. The version of Enterprise I just launched, <clears throat> it enables um, DAOs to be created from anywhere um, for people to stake their tokens from anywhere. Um, at the, by the end of February, it'll allow people to stake their NFTs and do NFT DAOs from anywhere. You can claim your rewards back to anywhere. Like it's completely wide open. Um, it doesn't care what chain you're on. Um, and like, that's ready to go. And you guys can start creating DAOs, NFT DAOs soon and do anything on Terra Classic that we can do on Terra. Um, but again, it just comes down to, you, you know, getting your chain updated, getting your chain upgraded with like the most, the latest features. I think IBC hooks, packet forwarding, middleware, um, you know, in the meantime, you know, what we want to do is create enough liquidity on the Terra chain that you can use things there and that Lunk can be leveraged and used in DeFi the same way that it would anywhere else. Um, and then once you guys get your chain ready to go, um, uh, you know, all of the cross-chain stuff we built will be available to you. But, you know, I just want to be realistic, right? Like, um, we, like we can't do that for you. So, so that team that's that's doing it, you know, you got to try to like raise money, maybe expand the team. We can help with expertise and advice, but we, we, you know, they're just going to have to do that work. Now you've got to figure out the Terra Classic community has to figure out how to get a, uh, we can even help with, with like infrastructure, right? Like, cause that's expensive. Um, but we can't do the code for you. And so the Terra, Terra Classic community has to figure out how to like, um, build a team that can, you know, do, can implement and upgrade sustainably and regularly. And then once that happens, I think you guys are going to have access to everything that we've built. Yeah. And we're currently doing that right now. You know, we're going to be putting out some props, you know, the paper job 
type route. And I totally understand where you're coming from. I know you guys have a lot on your plate and we do have our own L1 task force that does, you know, the upgrading of the code. And that's, that's totally fine. I think, you know, what you just said there about offering infrastructure and offering expertise, that right there is gold in of itself, you know, because we have the people that can do it. But obviously, you know, two heads are better than one in, in a lot of things in life. And when you have more help, the more you can get done. Right. So I've, I'm completely fine with that. I think what we're needing, though, is like you said, getting us up, you know, to par with the code to where we can do these other applications and and utilize these liquidities that you guys are building. Because, look, liquidity is huge. It's one of the biggest things in crypto that you got to have. Right. You got to have liquidity. You got to build things that people use and people want applications that are fun, and exciting and good interfaces and all these fun things, because. When these new investors come, right, these new people that have never been in crypto before and they see this big, vibrant ecosystem, they see all these things being built, they're going to get bullish. They're going to get excited. And when they see partnerships being performed and, and all these different chains that are being involved and all these, these wonderful tech conversations, they get excited, right? Because I've been there. I've, I've been in these spaces as a listener and it's very awesome to where I'm now a speaker but when I first came into crypto, you know, that's the kind of stuff that made me excited hearing about, you know, this is coming out, guys. We're building this. We're doing this partnership. We're going to this blockchain. You know, and prior to USC depegging, you know, you guys were doing that. You were going out to other blockchains and, and doing cross liquidity features, you know, in places like Harmony and all these other blockchains. And I think because you mentioned before, you're looking at Solana and you're saying, you know, how do we get back to that point? If you'd like my personal opinion. I truly believe the way that you get back to that point is simple. What you do is you build, no matter what it is, liquidity pools, applications, wonderful L2s, partnerships, relationships, and you keep going. You don't stop. Bull market, bear market, multiple cycles, because the longer that you stick around, Mr. Amati, the more of a reputation that you get and the more that you prove to people that you will never quit the more they will invest in you. And that is why this community like Lonk has survived, right? That's why you guys are still kicking right now. You know, people have figured out, okay, we're coming in on the two-year anniversary of the crash, and yet these two cryptos are still alive. That means something, right? That means something. And that, that was actually going to be my next question to you. So obviously we know the whole uh, legal aspect going on with Doquan and things like that. But you're the newly appointed CEO of TFL and Luna, okay? They're wanting to look to you to guide them, right, in the coming years and in the future. You know, you describe this moment as basically like a redemption, right? You mentioned that earlier. What would you say to your holders, right, to ensure, you know, their support for you going in to the rest of 2024 and into 2025? Sorry, what would I say to, like, the Terra community? Um, yes, so you're now the into- CEO of, of, T- of Terra Money. What would you say to your Luna holders? Because now you're, you're, you're driving the ship. You're in charge. What would you yeah, tell well, them to get their support? Look, I, w- I would tell them the same thing that I, I told our team yesterday. We had an all hands. Um, look, this is what we're trying to do. Like nothing was built. I'll, I'll say this. Like nothing meaningful has ever been built overnight um, that also didn't get destroyed overnight, right? Like it's, it's very hard to build things at a massive scale. Uh, that last. And um, I personally, I stuck around at TFL not to like try to to organize some kind of, or to try to see a pump that just also went down again. I stuck around at TFL um, for redemption. 
um, that, that we were trying to build something big and trying to build something important and it failed. Um, but that there can still be something good that comes out of it. And, you know, that's a story I want to tell my kids. Um, I think it's a story. It needs to be like the lasting legacy of this whole thing is that, you know, when challenging things happen, uh, you know, you typically in life, you have two options, right? You can quit or fight. And, um, you know, the story of Terra will be that we fought, right? And the story of Terra Classic will be that you fought. Um, but that kind of thing, like to get Terra back to the place where all of our community wants to see it, um, which is meaningful scale, will not happen quickly. And getting something, getting something from zero to meaningful scale on its own is incredibly challenging. And it, it just doesn't happen, right? Like even I live in Silicon Valley, right? And there's always, there's like the story of like the, the guy next door who made $10 million by being, you know, the chef at Facebook or something like that, right? Like those stories are few and far between. Um, most startups, even the, you know, the last one that I had that I sold, I mean, we went through like multiple events where it looked like we were dead. Um, and we had to recover for them. And it was like you said, it's sticking around and never giving up. Um, uh, but that's just a normal startup. Um, the challenges we face with Terra and Terra Classic are all of the baggage as well. Right. And, um, and so like going, you know, and even the original Terra, that took like four or five years to get it to where, where it was, um, and so what I, I typically see out in the community is you start to see like meme coin season and you start getting FOMO and you start wondering why things aren't moving quicker. Um, and it, it leads people, especially in crypto, because things can happen so fast um, to feel like it should be easier or it should be happening quicker. And then, you know, the only story I can tell and the only message I can send to our community and our company is um, these things just don't happen quickly. And um, to, the, what we want for Terra is to get back to the main stage, right? Um, the largest stage in crypto. And that's a multi-year process. It's always been a multi-year process. That's what I signed up for when, um, whenever I stepped in for Doe. And we're making what we should be, what we should be is held accountable. And we should hold ourselves accountable for making progress towards that goal. Uh, but what it's going to look like is just, you know, incremental steps. Um, first downs, inch by inch, grinding it out. It's not going to be like some some crazy moment. And there might be there might be a month where the token goes up ten x, but everyone should just keep their heads about them because it's probably if anything that goes up ten ten x in a month is going to go down ten x in a month at some point too, right? What we want is that the adoption. Um, and the builders and the code being pushed is going up and to the right in a gradual way that's sustainable. And so, yeah, um, what I would say is like, we've made so much progress on the Terra side. No one thought we'd be alive um, after the DPEG happened. Um, and then no, seriously, no one thought we would be alive after Doe got arrested. Um, but here we are. Um, I think we're back into the conversations as one of uh, the most prolific chains in Cosmos. Um, that's just in nine months since Doe got arrested. So that's pretty good. Um, and you know, in 2024, we want to expand beyond that and we want to get back in the conversation to be one of the top ecosystems and, and chains in crypto. And I think that's kind of a 2024, 2025 process. 
Um, I think there's another, there will be another bull bear cycle that we have to survive before we get ultimate redemption. Um, but we'll have it if we stick it out and we trust the process and we continue to grind out wins. And so, um, I'm feeling very confident because, you know, the team, you know, the, for me, my job, the, all I can do is, is try to get the TFL team operating in a way that, that people like what we're building and it inspires them to work with us and, and to build on our chain. And I think uh, with the recent releases um, around station and enterprise, we finally got in there, it took longer than people wanted. Um, but it was, but yeah, we're there now and I'm starting to see us delivering applications that are different and new and better than the other applications in crypto, regardless of the ecosystem. Um, and we've got the liquidity and we're, you know, that should be, those are the pieces we need to start attracting because TFL can't do this on its own. We need other people to come build hands down. We need the ecosystem now. And I posted a tweet about this before that like 2023 was about getting TFL's house in order. 2024 will be about helping the ecosystem get back on their feet and thrive. Um, and so that's what we need to do now is like, we've, we've done, I think like TFL has gotten itself to where it's functional and we can be proud of ourselves. And now um, we need to attract other people to build. But I would just say, this is long winded and way longer of an answer than I wish I had given, but trust the process. Uh, as long as you see us making progress, we're doing good. It's going to take another cycle or two to get back to ultimate glory and ultimate redemption, but we'll get there if we're patient and we work hard. You know, that's kind of the same thing that I was telling people in the very beginning, right? Whenever the crash occurred and people were watching it happen and, and people eventually started to invest in, in the classic and also Luna, you know, I told them from, from the get go, I said, guys, look, you know, because we've all been there. We've all had the moon boy talk <laughs> at one point in our lives. We thought well, this thing will recover. It'll go right back to $119 a coin in uh, six months. You know, I mean, we've all had that FOMO. We've all had that before, right? And we know it's a fantasy. We, we know that's physically not possible without doing something. That that kind of stuff is, is meme talk, right? And what I'm proud of is just, well, for example, just having this space, right? Just, just look at that as an example. You know, 20 months ago, I think we can all sit here in agreement and say, this probably was not going to happen. Let's just be brutally honest with one another, right? There was a lot of things going on. It was fresh. It was a fresh wound, you know? It was all over the news, all over the world, and, and things were just chaotic. It was chaos, right? But like I said before, now here we are 20 months later, and both chains are still alive. Classic is alive. 2.0 is alive. And people are still building. They're still going forward. So that right there in and of itself, I think, is a massive, massive win. Because everybody, you wouldn't believe how many DMs that I've gotten just within the last 20 months. Why are we not reaching out? Why are we not looking for ways of cross-pollination, for collaboration? Not trying to snuff the other out, not trying to overpower the other, but to work hand-in-hand, -hand, to work parallel to a common goal. That is to help you guys build your ecosystem, get us up to par so that those who are interested in trading both, owning both, which a lot of people do, let's be honest here, let's not kid ourselves, you know, you make it happen. And I think what that would do, right, because you're talking about how do we get back? How do we get back to the top, right? First, it's time, like you, like you mentioned. You got to have time to heal. You got to have time to get things back in order, which you just stated. But then what you do, once you've achieved that, is then you go and you build. You go build those relationships, right? Those, those collaborations with other chains, 
with other L1 developers, L2 developers, and you make a name for yourself. And then when these cycles come, as the years go by, people are going to say, you know what? I remember back in 2022 when I watched that thing crash in real time and I thought it was dead. I thought it was over. I thought it was going to be delisted everywhere, never coming back again. And here we are three years, four years, five years later, and they're still going. That's very, very bullish, right? So I think there's a lot of good things with both sides that complement the other. I think what we have to physically strive for is trying to get each other on the level playing field, such as getting us up to the latest SDK, right? So that we can start getting into these conversations like Backbones has been showing us, you guys have been doing over there with Alliance and Enterprise DAO and Warp Protocol and things like that. I, I think we might have something here. And then you take it a step further. You know, we've got people that have been creating DEXs over here on Classic. They're interested in possibly looking at V3. I mean, there's, there's stuff we can talk about. But I think what we have to do is take it day by day, right? Keep those lines of communication open and just make the magic happen because it's not going to be overnight success. I agree with you a thousand percent. It is going to be a multi-year recovery, multi-year recovery. I can't stress this enough, but here's the cool thing about it. Yes, it'll take years to get your, your, your position back, right? To get your cooth back, right? About you. But what that does is it solidifies your presence in this crypto market. People will witness it. They will figure out, wow, uh, we, we thought this was game over, but it's only around... You know, round one was over. Now we're on round two, right? So that's what I think we should focus on for both camps. I think it's very, very exciting. I know for a fact, guys, and somebody just messaged me just now, uh, this is a record for us. So congratulations. You guys have broken, I mean, exploded out of the water, the record for most people listening live. And I'm sure thousands of people around the world will be listening to this space. And I'm looking in this room right now. I mean, look, look at this. From both sides, validators you know, developers, influencers. This, let me tell you something. I really mean this. This is what it's all about, okay? It's not about us versus you. We're better than you. and None of that garbage. It's about collaborations, open lines of communication. What can we do? How can you help us? How can we help you? And then moving forward for mass adoption of crypto. If we're successful in doing this, folks, I really mean this. If we're successful in pulling this off, it will absolutely send shockwaves through the market and the world because it can prove what can be done when the power of people come together for a common goal. I'm super excited about this, man. This is, this is great stuff. And I'm very thankful, Mr. Amani, that you, I know it took some time, but even just having you here, this is super bullish because it, it, it shows people, and they didn't believe me. They didn't believe me when I made this tweet. They thought it was fake. They thought I was you know, just trying to, to mess with them. But I told them from day one on the classic side, we will do everything possible that we can to try and showcase the Terra Classic community the best we can, but also other crypto communities in the cosmos as well. Because let's not kid ourselves. Cosmos dominates crypto. If you don't believe me, go look at the data. Go look at the entire ecosystem of Cosmos itself and it's rocking. And that's why, right, Terra, us, we got to get back into fighting shape. We got to get right back in there and keep moving forward. And I, th hey, I think so, yeah, let me ask you a question. What, what is the state? Because I'm not as up to speed on it. Um, 
So you have a team working on on the core, right? Correct. The core yes. blockchain, yeah. Are they full time? Are they funded? Like, what's the state of that team? So <laughs> this is the beautiful part about classic. Sometimes people are funded, and sometimes they're not. You know, we do do spin props with our community pool, and we vote on it right collectively. And then we go out and find the best that are available. And yes, we do, you know, pay them for their work. And we've had uh, an interesting journey in the last 20 months. Some were deemed to be good and some not so good, but it is what it is. But yes, we do have the ability. We have a, you know, our community pool, obviously. And we, you know, whenever we do a spin prop, we put it out there and we put something out saying, guys, look, we need somebody to do these upgrades for us. or We want to do this with our blockchain. We're going to start putting out feelers. You know, where is the team that would like to, you know, submit a bid? You know, we're going to start doing that going into 2024 because there's work to be done. You know, so that's kind of how we operate over here. Um, and I'll tell you this, the maybe not in the beginning, but now for sure, 20 months later, the Luna Classic community is very, let me say that again, very aware of proposals that come out when it's asking for funding. We ask a lot of questions, right? We have spaces on it. There's medium articles. There's discussions on Commonwealth that we have. So it's taken a while, but everybody. They, they know the process now. So we do have the capability of issuing, you know, paper jobs. And that's something I think we can do in the future for sure. Okay. Absolutely. So it's uh, about 946 by my watch. I know that you were kind of on the gun, Mr. Armani. Uh, do you have some time maybe to bring some people up for some quick questions if you still have time? Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, guys, so what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and bring some people up to the front. Um, please keep your questions as quick as possible because we had tons of people in here requesting. I'll try my best to get to everybody. And if I don't, I greatly apologize. And hopefully in the future, maybe we can have another space and do this again. But I'll get to the first person that I see here. And guys, first of all, I want to give a big, big shout out to this person. This is JG of Backbone Labs. You guys aren't aware, but he was a big, big player in making this space happen. So I want to thank him publicly for his assistance on this. And this is what makes me more bullish, you know, on this whole thing is that it was just communication, guys. It was just reaching out saying, hey, let's have a chat. Let's make it happen. So JG, man, I'm glad to see you in the space. What's up? JG, are you there? Can you hear me? You're running into a little bit of technical difficulties. Guys, this space is absolutely filled and <laughs> exploding. I'm not sure if you can hear me or not, but JG, if you can, uh, if you can hear me, man, just unmute your mic. And then we'll let you ask your question. Yep. So we lost them. So I thought so. So guys, again, this is the largest Lunk Live space that we've ever had. So I, I thought it would glitch. So JG, if you're there, man. Yep. Okay. I see you. I'll bring you back up again. <laughs> I know, man. It's it's crazy. I mean, but here, this is this is what's cool about this, right? This is just the power of the Luna Classic community, the power of Terra, and the power of crypto. You guys are literally breaking this thing, and it's awesome. I love it. So JG, can yeah, you hear yeah, me? Good morning. Sorry. I I woke, up late. Hey, I woke up late. I was supposed to be here on time. I woke up late. I missed some of this. So I don't know if my questions might have been stuff that Chris might have answered. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead, man. What's uh, your question? Well, more, it's more than a question. It's more, you know, a statement. It's like, I'm excited. I'm excited to see this, these, these moons coming together. I'm excited to see everybody come out of the woodwork and, and come listen to the space. And, and Chris, you've done, you've done a great job, you know, being a leading force in the cosmos. And I really feel that, I feel that TFL is actually further along than you're letting on. Uh, and maybe it's because you want to under-promise and over-deliver. But I kind of feel like 2024 is, is the year that everybody else thinks can be 2025. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think there's going to be a big seismic shift in this, in this cosmos landscape. <clears throat> um, 
with what TFL is delivering. And, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm definitely born on the Terra Classic blockchain and uh, the crash was like the hardest thing for us. But, but I really feel that this crash is, uh, was probably the best thing that happened to crypto because it, it pointed out a, a lot of the glaring uh, issues that, that were, were at play. And so, so I, I, you know, I just want to tip my, head, my hat to Chris and TFL. He's made it possible for a lot of these builders, small builders to survive. Um, and without, without this, we wouldn't be having the conversation of how to make it back to Terra Classic. And I think that's like a really, really important thing to, to come back to Terra Classic would be great. It's like this big redemption arc. Like I'm all about kind of sticking it and thumbing it at the man. And uh, I think that Terra Classic success would actually be like one of the biggest signs of, of that, you know? So let's just keep plugging forward. Let's keep making noise. Let's join these communities. Let's, 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 you know, we're like we got to be like peanut butter and jelly. We got to get back together again and start to be like be in, in wag me mode. That was a much better time, right? Like that was what made Terra special is that we were all going to do this together. We we're going to change something together, and I think that we got to get back to being together. <clears throat> I agree, my man. It's actually it's actually very very like I said. I, I can't keep stressing this, but I will. Um, I love this. I love having you know the CEO of Terra Money in the space. Um, people never <laughs> probably thought that was even possible. Um, surely not 20 months ago, but here we are nonetheless. And just having people come up and ask questions and, you know, ask about the path forward. And, you know, that's kind of the thing with me, man, is, you know, th- and that's the title of our space today is two moons. You know, we've heard that for <laughs> getting ready to be two years now. Um, and so I, I was going to ask you, um, uh, Chris, if I could, before we end, that was actually one of my questions, you know, that's the title of our space. Like when you when you hear like statements like that, like two moons, right? Um, you know, what what kind of goes through your mind when you when you hear statements like that from the from the public? They're describing, you know, Lunk and Luna as two moons dancing in the night sky. And we've 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 heard a lot of things, right, of how to describe us. It's a very interesting story and they definitely need to make a movie about it. But like when you hear you know, sentiment from the public and they're talking about describing us as peanut butter and jelly and, and two moons and all this good stuff. I mean, what kind of goes through your mind when you hear statements like that? Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, yeah, give me one second. Sorry, I'll be right back. Not a problem, guys. While we're waiting for Mr. Remind to come back, like you would, please. Like I said, this is a record for us today. So if you would go ahead and repost this space, it is recorded for your viewing pleasure. A lot of people wanted to be here. We've had hundreds and hundreds of people be live with us currently right now listening live 419, but I'm very confident more will be piling in as the day goes on. So if you missed it, like JG here, not a problem. The space is recorded so you can go back and and listen to it in its entirety. But thank you guys for joining us. We couldn't do this, man, without you. This is the power of people. So. Yeah, I was just going to say sorry about that. My kids are going to school. I needed to say goodbye. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's great. Look, we have. we're at a point in crypto's adoption cycle where um, it's it's not a zero sum game, right? And the more people we can get involved, the better. And um, I I did not when everything was going down with um, the DPEG and trying to save TFL and save Terra, um, I was not paying much attention at all. I haven't really paid much attention to what's been going on on the classic side until honestly, like maybe a couple of months ago. Um, and yeah, you guys are, are shockingly resilient and I'll be honest, you've lasted, you pulled this together and held this together much longer than I would have expected. And so I love an underdog story. Um, 
I love that you guys still have like this massive community. Um, everything we're building at, at Terra is meant to be cross-chain um, and collaborative. Um, and I'm not one of those people who, I just don't believe that you're gonna be able to build walled gardens in crypto and kind of block people into specific spaces. You should let people and communities develop wherever they want. And so, um, you know, the growth of Cosmos and the growth of Terra Classic will be beneficial to Terra in a lot of different ways. Um, plus, we, there's just like this kind of emotional affinity, um, you know, based on the moon. And so, yeah, the more we can collaborate, um, the more, you know, I think like probably the next steps um, in terms of like something productive coming out of this is just, you know, the more I understand like kind of the community and its objectives and where you guys are trying to head, the more we can uh, be helpful. I think we, we've just got to figure out like these technical hurdles, like you said, and getting the chain up to, it's not about, it, and it's it's really like, I can't stress this enough. It's not just about like getting it up to, like, it's not like a one-time push to get it to a certain level. It's like figuring out, and, and this is something that I might be helpful for, is like just figuring out how to create like a sustainable um, process and team that can keep it at existing levels. Otherwise, you're always going to be in a game of, of playing catch up. So um, I think as soon as, as that is resolved, I think um, that'll really unlock a lot for you guys. And, um, yeah, and like in the meantime, we'll bring some liquidity over. We're trying to figure out how to make station work smoothly for you. Bring some liquidity over to Terra, um, so that you know there are at least people can swap in and out, and so that that you know loan could be leveraged in all the DeFi protocols that are that are being built on the Terra side. In the meantime, that'd be amazing, and I think all that would take is just a very simple uh, proposal, Mr. Romani. Honestly, because if people find out that we are working on some sort of collabs if we're trying to build things that utilize the strengths of both sides I, I don't think there'd be an issue with that i really really don't because people are hungry they are ready right the bull run is going to be here very very quickly the etf just got approved here and new money will be pouring into this market and people want to start positioning themselves accordingly so i'll tell you right now as far as i'm concerned if there's anything in the future that comes down the pipeline you are most welcome on Lunk Live, and I'll help you any way I can. If any type of things that you guys are announcing, my DMs are open. Shoot me a text, shoot me an email, and we'll get you on and we'll talk about the things that you're doing. No questions asked. We got probably time for one more question if you do. Uh, Matt's Markets here. He's got his hand up. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, thanks, Diamond. And uh, thank you, Chris, for being here today, man. Uh, I think you're making a pretty big statement by being here. So thank you for that. Um, I had a question about um, the original validator set. Um, so if you bear with me, I got two questions. Uh, we recently changed from 130 to 100, which I don't think that was the right way to go, but I wanted to get your input on that. And also if you had an input on maybe a way we could help decentralize the active validator set that we have, um, we recently put in dynamic commission, which, uh, you know, was supposed to help decentralize the validator set, but it's not quite doing it. Or do you believe in just open free markets to where it's good for a validator to run at 0%? If you want to run for a loss, go ahead. Um, I want to get your inputs on what you think about that. Yeah, I don't have a ton of strong opinions on this. Um, we have the same issue. Um, 
in the Terra ecosystem where there are validators that run at 0% commission and gain a lot of voting power. Um, you know, I, I think anytime in these kind of complex systems, you try to interfere too much or introduce a level of like planning or controls to it, it can always just end up having unintended consequences. And, um, and so like, I just haven't put a lot of time and energy into that problem. Um, because no, I, I think understand. ultimately it hasn't, it hasn't really, it hasn't been like a major, a major problem that I needed. I think these things are primarily like sufficiently decentralized. Um, and yeah, so th I guess it's not going to be super helpful, but, um, you know, with it, with our own circumstances, I've just kind of deferred on all of that validator stuff and, and not spent a lot of time thinking about it while I focused on application. Okay. No, I appreciate it, man. I was just, you know, the way we're kind of doing it right now is we're kind of, I feel like we're kind of centralizing the validator set with the changes that we're making. And I was just wondering if, um, you know, the original vision from what we had for that uh, active validator set was kind of what you thought was best to let just kind of free roam, you know? Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not informed enough on the situation to, to provide any value is what I would say. OK, I appreciate it very much, man. And uh, once again, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, we're, we're coming in on the tail end of today's program. Again, this was a record for us. I mean, this is absolutely fantastic. I want to personally thank all of the validators, everybody who came today to show support, not just from Terra Luna Classic, but from the Luna side. Mr. Amani, like I said before, you've always got a home here. If you want to come on Lunk Live, you want to speak to me about anything that you are doing, that you are building for the future, just holler at me. You know, we're very committed here. We are very driven and passionate. And I think, um, you know, our charts show that. I think that you know, us being here 20 months after the largest black swan event in crypto history proves there is life here. And there are people who are wanting to go the distance. And there's people who hold Luna. There's people that hold Terra Luna Classic. And they are ready to see ways that can be created to utilize both. And, you know, just hearing the conversations that we've talked about today, um, it's mind blowing because it, it proves to everybody, it proves to the world and, and publicly that there is there is something here. And so I'm very excited for us to have, you know, conversations in the future. I look forward to, you know, having TFL collaborate with our L1 team to do the upgrades that are needed to, you know, see us doing things, like I said, with Warp Protocol, Enterprise DAO. And again, I want to thank JG from Backbone. I mean, man, this is how you get stuff done. It's just about creating a conversation and executing it. And so I think this is a very strong statement, a very strong statement that when people work together, and they don't stop and they don't quit and they keep going forward, that there can be a bright future ahead. And, um, you know, that's the story of our space today with two moons. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the story of two moons, because guess what? It's being written every single day. The story is not over. It is literally being written before your eyes. And I think there's a lot left coming. So, Mr. Armani, thank you so much, my friend, for coming on today. It was very, very exciting. Guys, this space is recorded. So if you want to share it, please do share it with everybody. Drop it to everybody you know and let them know that Terra, that Terra Luna Classic is alive and well and that the future is bright and we're going to keep going forward. So thank you so much, my friend, for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, Lunk Live is proud to be here with you. Uh, we're proud to be a validator for you. We're proud to be you know, a driving loud force for the Sierra Classic community. This is what we do. 
And, you know, I want you guys to know what our intentions are. And I want you to know that we're here with you every step of the way. And we're not going to stop. Like we told you from day one to the moon or to the dirt. There's no in between. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. And as always, you stay classy. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works. And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over the impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve mentality. The teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served